What's going on? Uh, just got through, got off the phone with a coach and doing yard work all at the same time. I well, guess I, while we're doing, what's up? I was doing yard work today too. I, I feel you on that. You yeah, no, I think, what happened? Did you at least win today? Uh, we tied 1-1, one, one, but I mean, that was, I mean, it was expected. We were all gassed. Like, they, they had an emotional win. That's the first time girls soccer has beaten McGill in 15 years. We, uh, yeah, no. Richard Washington underneath our, our patio, our deck, underneath the deck right now. So that was fun times. Uh, I'm over here killing freaking ants. Like, oh. I hate spring. Like, I decided to not. I decided not to put down weed and feed this summer, uh, and it was a bad mistake. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm dealing with that, and I didn't put down any pesticide. So, like, literally, I don't have – I got weeds and galore and ant piles galore, so I got to kill all these. You know what? I'm just going to put all of this on this ant bed right here. I find another one, I just go get some more. I gotta get weed and feed tomorrow morning after church. And then I'm just gonna like kill everything out here mm -hmm. and start fresh. Well, the joys of being a homeowner. Ah, uh, yeah. You wanna be a homeowner, you want a house so badly, and then you're like, do I really want this anymore? Is this, you know, can I go back to, you know, townhouse apartment lifestyle? Bro, I'm telling you, like, if, like ownership is so cool at first and I don't get me wrong I love it I love yeah. having my own house but like taking care of this crap yeah like I wish I made like books where I can like get somebody to do it for me yeah I mean doing that that uh that pergola you got there that's fun but then doing the upkeep stuff you don't really that's no nice. it's, it's it sucks yeah like I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to what's his name I'm gonna have to Get in all the crevices of all the rocks because, like, I guess I didn't do like a super good job of putting down like the uh, the what's his name, the weed tarp. So like, I'm gonna have to come back through. Oh yeah, here, that thing. That's... All that. It, it's so freaking annoying. Yeah. And I like I had some, some like red clay, not clay, but straw surrounding it, and like weeds grew over that. So I'm just gonna rip it all up and I'm gonna resod it this weekend. I mean, throughout the summer. But yeah, at least it's dry. And I got like an attachment to pick up the grass so it's not like everywhere anymore because like it was killing me like that in my backyard. Oh, so yeah. now that I got that attachment, I can just dump it over the fence. That's good. I guess with that, we'll get started. Welcome in to Jordan Off the Cuffs. This episode we'll just call the distress episode because pretty much everything we're going to talk about is is worthy of being in the distress club. We've got busted brackets. We've got inequality and lack of leadership in the NCAA. And also breaking news of a game getting canceled because of COVID-19 protocols. So team gets automatically moved on to the next round uh, without having to actually play a game. 
And then that uh, we've got people shooting up three separate locations in in the Metro Atlanta area, and it's and it's boiled down to he had a bad day. So you know, that's this week in review for y'all. Yeah, I had a bad day. Can I um? Can somebody pay my mortgage if that's going to be the case? Since I had a bad day. I mean, I, I that's a that. better outcome than this guy's bad day. Like, oh no, for sure. But for sure. Uh, we'll start with less uh, pressing matters. Uh, we'll get to that at the end. We'll start with busted brackets. Um, how good is your bracket looking right now, Solo? Bro, I just didn't guess what's his name. I like that pisses me off so bad. What the Ohio really State game? I didn't guess the Ohio State game. That's the only upset that I didn't guess. I Honestly, so we should keep. We should be. That should be the one upset that we should pick every single year because they got up. They've been upset before multiple times in the first round. I mean, they lost to Dayton once in the first round. That ticked me off so bad. Like <laughs> I call, I called all the other ones. Um, Called Tennessee, uh, called uh, what was the other one? The other like so-called major upset, but I didn't think it was a major upset. Oh my gosh, I forgot. We pulled up. Let me look at it. Purdue and North Purdue. Texas. Purdue, yeah, in North Texas. I called that one too, like because Purdue hasn't been doing anything at all this year. Uh, and man, freaking. Ohio State had to go and ruin everything. Don't was so trash. UNC lost. That's technically an upset. Eight nine. No. Technically an upset, but no. I mean, we knew that. We knew it was no. coming. Rutgers was beat Clemson. That's I also that one too. I got them going. Syracuse to the beat State. San Diego State. Called that one. That, I had upsets from yesterday. I, I picked VCU over Oregon, but um, that kind of busted my bracket right there. Yeah, um, just now that the game is canceled. Also, my uh, five twelve upset. I picked uh, Creighton to go down, but they pulled off a no. one point win as soon like at the buzzer. So, shouts out to Alex O'Connell, Duke transfer. Oh, and I don't know if y'all saw this, but uh, Charles Barkley, the pride of Auburn, let out roll tide today on, on national television. Oh, man. No wonder my day's been going so slow. See that? Uh, but we'll, we'll move on from the brackets. Uh, I think it's down to, like, of the 14-plus million that were perfect that, that were coming into yesterday that were officially from ESPN today, less than a hundred of them were perfect. Yeah. And those are all the trash brackets that everybody was like, oh, like I'm chaos. Gonna, I'm just going to pick just random teams and blanks. see what happens. There, there's exactly. no more, there's no more perfect um, entries. No more perfect entries. Okay. I, I figured that would happen. That's just, yeah. there was so much pandemonium yesterday. There was no way everybody's going to be perfect today that was perfect yesterday. Who expects a two seed to lose to a 15 seed? Like, God, doggy. 
I mean, Virginia was a one seed and lost to a, a 16 seed. So, I mean. Okay. And, and the record for 16 versus one seeds is one in one in what? 139? Like, that is freaking <laughs> Ohio State. You're, you're trash. Yeah. I think in one of mine, I actually had Ohio State making it to the final four. So, that's, that's fine. No, I had them losing the very next game. But thus is life. Yeah. Roll Tide. We're going to the final four this year. I could see it. I and and my one of my brackets, I do have Alabama going to the final four over Michigan. They sh- I mean, Michigan, Michigan should get beat in the Elite Eight game. Should. But like also at the same time, we're talking about how like everyone's like, oh, the Big Ten is so strong. Everything's so it's it's, it's I, clearly it's not. At it's this really, point. it's really not. The best basketball was played, and it's not me being biased because I love the ACC when it comes to basketball. The best basketball was played in the SEC this year, bar none. I mean, that's just facts. And I'm not saying that just because Alabama won the SEC. Like, pound for pound, like, you saw Florida pull one out against the ACC team. Of course, Alabama was going to – I believe Alabama was going to win. Arkansas, like, okay, I get it. Colgate. Colgate hit every shot imaginable in the first half of that game. And then Arkansas decided to be like, hey, we all are 6'9 plus. Like, let's go ahead and let's kick this, you know, toothpaste company's butt. And then they finally showed up and they won. I mean, I think the SEC is still undefeated, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think yeah, all the SEC schools, Tennessee is Tennessee. We don't we don't claim them. We don't claim them. <laughs> if it was a Bruce Burrow led team, we'll be all right, but nah. Golly, they're coming. And Georgia Tech lost shocker. <laughs> oh, we oh no, I called that. You, you yeah, really I, I called that, that too. Well, like yeah, Leon. Do I pick Georgia Tech or do I pick the Catholic school that made the big run a couple of years ago, especially with Sister Jean now back on the sidelines because she got vaccinated. But that's what I was about to say, bro. You can't go against Sister Jean, bro. No. Can't go against, can't go against Come Sister. on now. Speaker <laughs> <laughs> than that. It's very, still. very true. So we'll, we'll move on to the bigger issue now facing the NCAA tournaments. You see, there's been videos going around online uh, showing a ballroom for the men uh, in, in Indiana that is just a massive, looks like a state-of-the-art weight room that's perfectly socially distanced. And then they show the women's gym, which is a stack of mats and a dumbbell tree. And we thought that this was okay. Like, did I expect the women to have the absolute carbon copy of what the men had? No. No. But but a stack of mats and a, and a dumbbell tree? Like, I got a better setup in my basement right now. Yeah, I mean. Like, at like, least the I bench, guess. something. Yeah, like, I really didn't have an issue with, like, the gear aspect. Like, you know, I get it. Like, you know, traditionally – girls basketball gets less like gear for their final four than the boys get for their final four. Like that, that, that's understandable. But like when you're talking about like when it comes to the, came to the food and to the, uh, what's his name? To uh, everything else. The hotels. Like, that was just, you know, I mean, like that was, that was bad. 
I mean, just because like the schools have to pay for the flights and for the hotel stay. That's not coming out of the NCAA. That's coming out of the school's department. I mean, athletic fund. So you can't use that as an excuse. Then when you're looking at the weight room, I'm like, bro, like, you know, the guys had 32 like socially distanced benches. Like, okay, if you, you probably would have got they're away They're not just benches, they're full put, racks. They can do everything in Everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like if, if you would have put like 10 or 15 racks in there, like, you know, like you, you probably wouldn't have caught as much hell. Probably would have caught hell, but not as much hell. Yeah. You know, you would have been defendable at that point. But like, nah, bro, like everything else, you're just kind of like, bro, like, this is this is the best that y'all can do. This is really what y'all put out here. It's and like, it, I'm it surprised, sad. but not surprised at the same time. Like I'm surprised surprised in what has been the narrative in the world for the past year of equality and you know equal rights equal everything and uh, you, you would have thought they would have put a better effort into that but then i remember this is the ncaa which we as we talked about this past fall has a leadership issue as in, there is no leadership. Because I mean, yeah. If if yeah, if then they, they they try to save face, saying you know you know, oh we will fix this blah blah blah. You shouldn't even, this shouldn't be, shouldn't be something that you need to fix. Like this shouldn't have even been a, a a thing. Like, how do you not know what's being set up for both aspects? Like somebody has I mean, sitting in a room and saying, okay, the men are gonna get thirty racks. Benches, you know, each rack's going to have, you know, 300 pounds worth of plates to put on. And the women, we're going to give them, you know, 15 mats and 100 pounds of dumbbells. Yeah, okay, sounds good. <laughs> That's a great idea. Well, the, the only defendable thing that they could possibly say is that, like, they polled the school's and said, no, nah, we're not lifting weights. I mean, but even if you pull the schools, it's like, bro, just get a rack. Like, get get, get three racks. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, get, get three racks. Like, it's and not like, that And, like, you can't bad. even like, say you know, it's a lack of space because they literally have a giant ballroom. And, and there's this little, there's like a, a, fold up a folding table with all their stuff on it. One folding table. Bro, I died when I like saw they, those they, Like, they so took it like, from the... The church basement. They borrowed one from the church next door and said, "Hey, can we, can we use one of your folding tables?" We didn't. Bring no, they didn't, bro. They, they, bro. They took that out of the lobby. They took that out of the existing workout room in that hotel and was like, "Here, dog, y'all got this." But that's the sad thing. I've been. I mean, me and you, obviously, we were on the road a lot when we were working at BSU. I don't remember a gym that was that bad. Like, yeah, that wasn't a gym, bro. That. That's <laughs> that was like that was yoga in your mom's basement. That's a like, that's a supply closet right there. At the that's a supply closet at not even the Y at a gym in a a parks and rec gym that is not doesn't have an actual gym, doesn't have a weight room. It's it's literally just dumbbells and it's ridiculous. How do we it's uh, I, you know the only thing that they can use as a defense is negligence that they didn't know well well here's the thing um 
and this was stated before, or at least the coaches were notified before the tournament even began. They were, they were saying the gym that, quote unquote gym that they put up currently was only a temporary gym that the teams would receive like full gym access and all of that if they made it to the sweet 16. So I get that. And their, their reasoning was space or whatever the case may be. But which, they showed a full ballroom that was empty right there. But here, my biggest concern is why even attempt to put in a gym if you're all you're going to put in is a couple of dumbbells and yoga mats. Like, that's just clear disrespect. That, like, exactly, that point, like... You know, if I was on a team, I'd rather not just... Like, don't even give me a gym. I'll go work why, out why would at, you like, bother with that? Yeah. LA Fitness, you know, or or whatever the case may be. I, I'll do that elsewhere because that's just disrespectful. But, you know, so I don't have an issue with the swag bags. Tell your sponsors to pay more because I haven't even seen a, a single women's tournament game on TV. That's what I'm, that's not, that's what I was saying. Like, you, you the swag bag is all based on corporate sponsors. You can't, yeah, I, I, you can't put that on the NCAA. That's, that's not, I'm not even, that's not even what I care. I don't, I mean, when it's something yeah. that's an NCAA function, you're setting up all this stuff, and there's a clear difference in like, like just living requirements and food and stuff like that. It's like, why is this? I understand that they make more money. But as we know, it's not like these kids are getting paid and the money's going to them because they're giving officially that they're not they're not getting paid by the NCAA officially. You can give me that face all you want, but they're not officially getting paid to play in this game. Like I can see the argument for in like the, the argument going on with the national uh, men's and women's soccer team, men suck. Yeah. Compared to the women's team, but the amount of money that's being brought in because of the men's game, they should have a significant portion of that income from that. When income is not, I agree. Scenario, you, you can't, ju- you can't use the justification of giving more to them than to the other. They're all He's right. They're all entities of the of they're all part of the same entity at this point. I mean, and I'm sorry, put them up in the you can't if you can afford to put first of all, isn't am I wrong in the fact that there are less women's teams in there in the NCAA tournament than there are men's teams? I uh, that's correct. No, nah, they're they no, well, I mean, excluding the the first four. Okay, that, so that's the only because I, th- I thought yeah. at one point like it was only like thirty-two teams. There wasn't as many. Nah, they they used to be only thirty-two teams. It's sixty-four now, yeah. which is why like that's the whole thing about like you know if you reach the Sweet Sixteen, then you'll receive full gym access. Like because you know they're expecting like you know okay we're gonna blow past these games real fast and we're gonna get everybody that shouldn't be here here and then when the real tournament starts we'll give everybody a waiver. Like that, then what they should what have done, about. they should have done is get, made a deal with a local, you know, like lifetime fitness or whatever's in the area and said, Hey, you know, we'll give you free advertising if you let our teams work out in your gyms. And then once we 
do once we decide to have our our Sweet Sixteen teams, then we can have their own gyms. Then, right? I'm sure whatever facilities that they're playing on, they have gyms there. Like it, I find it extremely hard to believe that you're playing at full stadiums where other professional teams or college teams or whatever the case may be typically play at, yet there's no access to any gyms or training facilities nearby. And that's the thing. They didn't put the effort into it. That's clear here. And that's that's where the biggest issue comes from. I mean, okay, yeah, they didn't give them as much stuff as like it was the lack of effort to give them because clearly you could have given them what they needed and you just said, nah, we're good. I guess they didn't think they needed a gym. Their workout was running. Yeah, I know. Their workout was running because, yeah. I mean, they don't lift weights. Women's basketball players don't lift weights. They don't, you know, don't need to be strong. They just need to, you know. they put up yoga mats, like, like that's almost sexist about yoga. Mats. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, yeah, that's the line that we're on right now. If you think about it, hey, but I mean, I'm gonna call something crazy right now. We need to completely disband the NCAA and put in a legitimate system will never happen i know you no it will never happen the ncaa was founded in what was it in 1932 uh it was was, i i can't remember the exact year but yes you were in that area it was uh yeah uh thanks to teddy roosevelt actually was a key part of that right roosevelt was a key and yeah in 32 would probably be right because teddy roosevelt was the president during world war two if my history brain is yes quick. you're right but that was okay the that was the early 40s was world war ii not early 30s yeah i i, yeah, I get that but remember roosevelt served three terms because nobody That's wanted right. to get rid of him yeah but um he, he, yeah, he, he no, was not that early on in the 30s i don't think i think he started later on in the 30s oh uh, then that must have it must have been 36 then yeah one, so, of, but, one of those prime numbers but yeah all I'm saying is that they're still using those same arbitrary rules that, I mean, nothing has been amended. None of it has been changed. I'm talking about the fundamental rules yes, of the NCAA. Right. And so with that being said, bro, we're, we're, we're talking about we're, we're still using a system before a person, like we're, before, like really even African-Americans was considered people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were only considered like three-fourths people. So like we're still using rules from back then. Like, there's time. It's time to upgrade with the times. Like yeah. and stop hiding behind the word amateurism and you know actually like use this as a business. Like okay, I understand the rules say that like you know you can't pay to play or all this all this other bull crap. It's like okay, bro. Like we have corporate sponsorships. It's like it's about time that we started changing. However, when old your people, stadium has is is has a sponsor on it. You're, this is true. Like when literally the title of the stadium is a company, you can't use the justification of amateurism anymore. You can't. I think even even bigger than that, um, I'm going to take it to a, the route of like women's sports and men's sports. I don't think the NCAA is necessarily um, 
the most important thing to men's sports but for women's sports yes if if there was no college athletics women's sports would flop like yes because yeah, why like would they go after high they wouldn't go anywhere after high school they wouldn't go anywhere yeah, after good. high school and um you know i i don't know how many people would invest in say like a uh what's it called the WNBA, and i'm not even sure if there's like uh softball you know professional league or anything like that there, yeah, i know there's a professional women's soccer league but i don't think there's a softball right. league, but. there's a professional softball league but it's like i mean they they you can't live off of the money that it's not the same thing provide yeah. for it yeah no right. no nah, they play i think it's like they play like a, a what is it i mean less than a college schedule and they only get paid like you know 20 30 grand it's like they all i mean they obviously they're either married or like they have a significant other or whatever that can yeah. help them through playing that sport because that's right. or nothing they, to live off or of. Or they live off of sponsorships and, you know. Uh, right. right. Like, like the Olympic athletes do. But one thing uh, that, you know, college sports has is regardless of whether or not you really care to watch, you know, women's athletics, you're going to support because you support that college. So like, that is right. also true. That's very true. If, if there's a women's basketball game at six and the men's at eight, I may show up for the six o'clock game just because, you know, that's still my school and yeah. it's, it's a game, you know, it's a free I, game. I don't, I don't have anything, we didn't have anything else going on. So we just went and watched right. both games and we got it for free. Like, so like, yeah. You know, so, so in the sense of that, you know, you, you can't really get rid of the NCAA and you're just going to have to do your best to make it better. So pay the athletes or, you know, whatever. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not, I'm saying that we need to like, kind of like, like the foundation of the NCAA is not a strong foundation. And we need to, in order to, of course, foundation, you got to tear the house down and recreate, rebuild the foundation and then build the house back up again. Otherwise it's never going to stand right. And that's the issue with the NCAA. It's never going to stand right until we fix the foundation we we the, the 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 fundamentals and the ideals built upon most of them don't apply anymore today because we never imagined i mean shoot they didn't imagine professional sport professional sports to get to the level that they did let alone college sports i mean these are facts these are facts i mean there's got they in the program for the first super bowl they put ads in there requesting people to hire players in the offseason in the program for the Super Bowl, which at the time was just the AFC-NFC championship game, AFL-NFL championship game. And, and now, shoot, if you're, if you're on the practice squad, you're living a life better than most of the world. This is very true. I really wish I was a, I wish I was a practice <laughs> right. league quarterback. I swear. Yeah, I those guys. The uh, the ultrasounds of 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 our baby, baby's got a long leg, and so I don't care if you play soccer, you play football, you're going to be kicking to some way, shape, or form. Hey. That that's money right there. Hey, and, and that is a that is a steady job. <laughs> I'm that calling it job. now. I, I'm calling it now that um, with the way the D League is going or the G League, whatever it's called right now. Yeah. Um, and with minor league baseball kind of shrinking due to COVID, college sports 
for at least men's sports is going to have a tough time competing for the high school, like the top high school athletes. You're it's absolutely like, you know, correct, bro. Yeah, I'm correct. You know, I I would highly outside suggest... of football because football football is the only football doesn't have an equivalent to G League and. Well, that, their their G League is is college sports, but yeah, just wait until uh, wait until one of these little spring leagues really pop off. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a wrap for them too. But but as of right now, I'm saying, who's gonna who's gonna turn down five hundred grand, bro? What 18, 17 year old is gonna turn down five hundred grand for one year and then possibly get drafted in the NBA? You know what I'm saying, Shoot. like. Right. Even even if like what if imagine if you like you sign a one year five hundred thousand dollar contract and you don't pan out, that's still five hundred thousand dollars that you like. You can find time. You can find the next ten years to figure out what you're gonna do with your life. Like I mean, exactly. If you you don't spend like it, it's not like these players who are getting these contracts can't go overseas and make that same money. This is true. Exactly, bro. The European Football League is really great, too. Like, I mean, you don't get paid a lot over there. And I'm talking about playing American football, not soccer. In that right. You get, but uh, they uh, they don't uh, – I mean, obviously, they don't get paid well, but, like, they get put up in a – they get a meal plan. They get they get a housing covered. And they only work, like, four days a week. And the rest of the time, they're just traveling to the different countries because they've got three days off every single week. And like, if you got your food and your housing covered, all that money's going in your pocket anyway. So like, and if you're an American, it's tax free. It's tax free. And also, way way Europe set up, you don't need to buy a car. No, like you don't. You don't. You don't so you have like zero expenses. Like that's if you if if somebody if 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 a European football program says, "Hey, come play for us in Germany," yeah, okay, that's. Go do that for you know four or five years, and then come back and maybe get on a practice squad in the NFL, and you know go from there. But like NCAA's got a lot of things they need to figure out. First of all, have a legitimate leadership. Um, you know, sports is all about developing leaders of the future, and they don't have any leaders themselves in the NCAA. That's that's one of the that's that's a complete ridiculous concept there if you really think about it uh but we'll move on uh speaking of equality and rights for women right now deshaun watson got about a busload of women coming for his neck uh and the list keeps getting bigger and bigger last i saw uh there was 10 official suits coming and there was 12 women still ready to talk to lawyers outside of that now, I'm going to take a different stance on this. Probably going to get me in trouble. Yeah. So I'm just going to say it. Okay. Notice how none of this stuff happened until Buddy wanted out of Houston. Okay. Notice that. None of this stuff came out until Buddy came wanted out of Houston. The prosecutor is a dangerous best, line right now. Bro, I'm just going to be completely honest with you because this is all facts. The prosecutor's best friend who's bring, I mean, like the guy that's bringing up all these allegations and bringing all these women forward in order to speak against Deshaun Watson is the best friend of the owner of the Houston Texans. Now, Mitch on it. 
Huh? So all I'm saying is, bro, like, because we know this, nobody is going to come out and publicly say that we, I'm going to look forward to clearing my name, bro, unless there is very big validity uh, to what you're saying. Because, dude, for what reason would I have to? If I could pay $150,000, because that was the disclosed terms of the first sentiment, the, the dude's worth well over $30 million. You're telling me that you wouldn't pay that if you actually did what you said you did and, and for it to go away? Come on now. Like, all I'm saying is there's a lot of coincidences surrounding Deshaun Watson and the fact that he no longer wants to be a part of a mediocre organization. And a lot of this has seemed to kind of tarnish his name to make his, you know, his movability, you know, or him flexing what little power he has and kind of diminishing it. So here's the thing. This hasn't stopped teams from reaching out to the Texans. Exactly. And it's not willing to to give them everything to get, get him. So because they know that it's BS. I mean, come on. Yeah, I was, I was definitely surprised when this allegation, these allegations started to come out. I'd never saw Deshaun Watson as somebody that would be this type of person. Um, the only thing that gives me pause to call across the boss is the the number that's coming out now. It's not just one or two women. We're talking in the twenties now of women coming out saying things against him. Um, Broski, when I, you yeah. are when, when you are a powerful figure and a well known figure, bro. We we but let, let, let's be let's be grown men for a second. Let's be one hundred and fifty percent honest, bro. Like we see people in our everyday life that don't have the money, the prestige, and the power that Deshaun Watson has, and we see them run through um not so does not I'm not gonna say not so desirable women, but not so, you know, God fearing women every day of the year. We like to refer to them as a garden utensil, but we'll we'll just keep that word moving. Okay. So with that being said, we're gonna sit here and say that women don't throw his feet, throw themselves at Deshaun Watson. The dude dated Mia Khalifa for a, a brief minute. I mean, come on now, bro. Come on now, bro. Like, the Mia Khalifa. Come on. Like, so, so let I me give it, some, I don't some, some background to this. Um, Supposedly, Deshaun Watson was going to massage parlor thingies and essentially getting happy endings, for yes. lack of better words. Um, <laughs> and he was he was recommended um, these locations um, from friends, family, whoever, teammates, I'm assuming because they have also previously gotten the same thing at, you know, said location. Right. Assuming this happened, um, and I'm just going to, you know, take, take the lawsuit for what it is at this point. Why now and why so many at one time? It's it's almost exactly, as if it was bro. Exactly. It, it's almost as it's it's as if it was covered up for however long and I don't I don't know how far back these lawsuits are are claiming to go when it happened, but you know, it's almost as if they they knew about it, but uh either money was exchanged or some agreement was found and then now you know you have lawsuits coming out because it's 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 really strange that all of a sudden we have 
22 women come out of the blue. Now, I, I'm not going to say that, you know, he didn't do it, but it's it's just strange. The timing of it is, yeah. The, now, I do believe there is some shady things with this, to be honest, because when it because it, it didn't make sense to me why Houston was so like, no, we're not letting you go. And he's like, I'm not playing for you anymore. This kind of make, gives me a little bit of, it's like, it makes me understand a little bit why they were like, nah, you stay in here because no, because we we got you because we know things. I'm not arguing the validity of the statements. I'm just saying it seems that Houston would have been, Houston, the, the front office was aware of these coming allegations and said, nah, we got you. You're going to stay here. Cause this, cause, cause once this comes out, we're going to be all you got. Cause I, I wouldn't put that past an organization as toxic as Houston has become. But I mean, we'll have to see what comes out of this, the coming lawsuits, uh, learn more information. To have another, um, what's his name? Robert Kraft incident. Um, you know. And I can't wait to see what happens because y'all all see how we handle Robert Kraft now. I want that same energy. Want that same energy. The same. No different. We know you're gonna give the same energy. We know that because you 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 stand stand with Robert Kraft on that situation. Bro, all I'm saying is it's like and it's the first one of the few times I actually be like, okay, cool. Like bro. You you telling me that this man been doing this for this long and now y'all care? Come on now, dog. As soon as he started messing with meat and meal and all them trying to get reform and all that, that's when y'all started caring. Come on, bro. Like, you know, all I'm asking for is consistency. Right, you let Robert Kraft off the hook, I expect the exact same thing if, if it's true. But I'm still, I'm 80-20. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's knowing the character of Deshaun Watson. That's my thing, bro. Yeah, it's like, it's the character side, bro. Like we ain't talking about like, bro. We like as much as I love Michael Vick, bro. We already we already know what Michael Vick was. Like no yeah. cap. Like so, ain't ain't no ain't no ain't no trying to hide or deny what Michael Vick was. Yeah. This, this is not the same creature, bro. This is the Sean Watson, folks. Like, Buddy was is a a genuine good guy. Now, of course, if I had that much power, would I be completely good one hundred percent of the time? Heck no. Absolute ain't power. Nothing. It's corrupts men absolutely. Yes, Abraham Lincoln. And and also at the same time, you know, we can say that all we want that oh, we know his character and like this is not something we think this person this character is, but like, you never really know at the end of the day what people do behind those doors. Yeah, and he may seem like the the perfect person, the best best person you know, great high level character, you know, in public. But we, we can't be sure of who a person is behind behind the lens, behind the behind the scenes. And so we can't immediately say, oh, these are all fal false accusations as questionable as timing and everything may be. 
you know, there are so many times that these, that these situations that these, uh, these women's voices go unheard when something did actually happen. Uh, we have to kind of stop assuming that nothing ha had happened. We can't, we can't, we can't assume, you know, we can't trust this side first, just off the bat anymore. We can't do that with how often this actually is and how, one, how rarely women actually feel like they can come forward. Um, this is a big problem overall. We have to really put this into perspective. Women don't always feel like they, they can come forward with this. They feel like they can be, they're taken seriously in this. Um, so we definitely need to see this come through and you know, just because he's a star athlete, we can't just, and that we, that what we've seen is that he's a person of high character that wouldn't do something like this. And at the end of the day, we don't know. We, we don't know. We don't know who Deshaun Watson is as a person. We, we're not, we see who he is all, on screen. All I'm saying, and I feel you, but all I'm saying is, is that at the end of the day, like when we have folks that like punch punch their girlfriend in the face for not bowing to them. Okay. And yeah. we have a guy who has no like no history. None. Right. Like all I'm saying is that at this point, when we had when like say when Michael Vick got called dog fighting, okay, we saw the pattern in the history of what happened before he got indicted. Like that, like people started digging. All I'm saying is you have people digging and they're not finding anything. I'm not I'm not discounting nobody's voice. I'm not saying that like but all I'm saying is it's like every time that stuff like this happens, there's a pattern. Like with R. Kelly, there was a pattern. Unfortunately, with Bill Cosby, even though I still I'm very skeptical about that, there was a pattern. There's no pattern formulating with Deshaun Watson right now. There's like there's no pattern formulating. I could be wrong. But until I see the pattern, like we've got to go with innocent, but like innocent until proven guilty. So right now, my dog, as long as I, I mean, I don't know, but my man's is innocent, and I'm gonna continue to think that he's innocent until I've been proven otherwise. Still, all for you know people coming forth and telling stuff when stuff is actually true. But like where there's smoke, there's fire, and where there's a coincidence. Mm, you you gonna have to prove it to me, dog. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I, I'm gonna go still. I'm gonna go eighty twenty on this. I'm going eighty twenty. I here here's the one thing I will say. Um, I don't doubt that Deshaun Watson and the women coming forward had some yeah. sort of interaction. Um, I don't. I honestly don't doubt that there was more to it, like more than the the average, you know, what's it called? Massage session or whatever it's called. Where, where it becomes hazy is where you start to claim assault and rape. Um, and it goes both ways. So it's a serious matter in the sense of you have someone who was clearly felt uncomfortable or has you know been either forced or whatever the case may be to do something that they did not want to do, 
And then on the same hand, on the other side, you have someone who believes that they didn't, you know, do anything wrong. And if, you know, whatever happened in that situation, you know, they, they don't believe that happened. So the, the gray line where the truth is, that's hazy. So I don't want to be one way or the other because both, both sides kind of. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm, I, all I was saying is we have to take this, these, we have to, we have to, we have to start taking these accusations seriously, not necessarily right. in Deshaun Watson sense, but in, as a whole, we have to, we, we have to take these seriously and and follow them through to the truth every time because that's going to be what it starts to improve the situation uh but we'll move on from that um we'll move to the unfortunate situation that occurred in metro atlanta where a man chose to walk into three different Asian massage parlors and shoot them up, ended up killing six people uh, of Asian heritage specifically. And it was written off as trying to um, prevent his own sex addiction. And it was a bad day not a hate crime. Um, you know, I, I don't get an opportunity. I'm in a situation where I don't experience hate crimes firsthand uh, as, you know, a white straight male. Um, but it's more, it's more common, unfortunately, in y'all's community so I ask y'all, does what what does this look like to you? It is what it is. It's a hate crime. Um, you have someone who, for whatever reason, can't seem to fathom that other people um, of different races deserve to be in the same place as you or mm -hmm. demand the same respect as you or be treated the same way as you. You have someone who can't fathom that so you know to combat it you decide to go up and shoot up places where you know you, you tend to see asian women at aka the salons and nail shops and spas you know i there's there's nothing to justify the actions um you know there's there's an issue where a guy can purchase a gun on the same day that he commits such violent crimes and yeah. hate. But you, you can't know. vote the same day you register to vote. Right. That's well, you shouldn't You shouldn't be able to just go to the store and pick up a gun either. It shouldn't yeah, be. Yeah, there, there should be, you know, waiting period, background checks. This is, this gets into a bigger issue that one side is for and one side is against. Um, right. You know, I, I'm all for the second amendment and the right to bear arms and especially to protect yourself, your home, your loved ones and uh, anything in that matter. But there has to be some sort of checks and balances. Um, I mean, think about it. We consider the 
need to be able to drive a car a necessity in the majority of this country. I mean, you live in, you know, in, you know, in the heart of Midtown Atlanta or, you know, in, you know, you know, in Brooklyn, New York, you don't need that. Uh, but majority of this country does need, you know, how, need to know how to, how to drive. That's a necessity in life. Um, and you have to go through classes. You have to know that you have to be able to drive safely. You have to be able to, to know how to take care of your vehicle so that you don't break down, which could, could, could cause, it could be an unsafe situation for you and others. And everyone agrees with that. I understand that that's, that is an accepted reality. But then also when it comes to a firearm, anything other than, yes, you can carry a firearm that's infringing upon my rights. That that doesn't really sit well with me. Uh, I feel that you should, I know in the state of South Carolina, you have to actually have, take a, a, a shooting accuracy test prior to getting your gun license, actually. The right to carry, concealed carry in the state of South Carolina. It's not just a form you fill out. You have to go and show that you can properly shoot your gun so that you, you, you know how to use it safely and it won't accidentally go off or you hit somebody else when you choose to pull out your weapon when you're trying to, to take down a person that is in some sort of assailant or criminal or anything in that matter. Michelle? I know Solomon, you are a, you are a, a gun owner. Um, what is your philosophies with that? Bro, like exactly what you're saying. Like, obviously, I'm in Alabama, so it's like, I can, I, I, I definitely own guns. I own four of them. And, like, but the thing about me owning guns is, is that, like, I do my research. Right. And, obviously, I'm sane. I've had a background check because I worked in schools. Yeah. And uh, of every of this the end of the day, I know that guns are strictly for defense, never for offense. And like, unless it's me going to the range like I do, it's literally I never practice or if I'm trying to defend myself. And thank God I've never had to. Right. But yeah, it's like the standard background check. It's not enough. I've always said it. I mean, like, and also the, that, the like, argument I, with a lot of people is that oh, I don't need that stuff. Well, maybe it's not about you. That the, that it's not about you. Exactly. No, it's... It's, it's, it's about the, the crazy person that tries to go get a weapon. Exactly. And, like, I don't think that a lot of people that, like, even that people that live around me, like, don't, they don't get that. It's like, no, I understand that you, yourself personally, you may not be delusional. You may not be crazy. You may not have... Uh, thoughts about hurting yourself or others or like have a you know a bias against a certain amount of people that's uncontrollable but the crazy reality is like we live in an imperfect world and we live around individuals that seem normal but guess what hey they're also crazy as well so you have to take measures to make sure that everybody is being checked in the proper manner it's like yeah like I have a I have a uh, what's name an AR, I have a semi-automatic pistol, I have, and I have two hand pistols, 
Do I think that everybody should be able to do that? No, I have the proper training and clearance in order to operate those firearms. I just didn't wake up one morning and be like, hey, you know what? It'd be really nice to own a freaking auto, a semi-automatic rifle. And crazy enough, in Alabama, like, I don't have to pass any, you know, crazy tests. Like, you know, I shot them while I was in Air Force. Like, I've shot them my entire life because my dad's, like, obviously, he shot guns before. I've been around guns my entire life, you know. But it, I didn't have to pass anything to in order to get there. And I believe that that is a huge problem. Like, above all, like, you have to know that the people that you are giving guns to, they're not only competent, but they're also sane enough in order to handle that responsibility. Because, once again, the classic saying is, guns don't kill people, people kill people. And that's very true. Guns don't kill people. It's the idiotic people that have guns that quote unquote have freaking bad days, which hell, I've had a bad day. I had a bad day on Friday. I'm still, I'm out here shoveling up dog poop. That, that don't mean that I went on a freaking killing spree. Like, control yourself. And I think um, one thing to, to not even um, put this only on guns, like, it's just a common courtesy to have with people in general. Um, and I think Solo could kind of relate to this. You know, we're taught that looking at a male to um, female sort of interaction, um, you know, if you're walking late at night, it's dark, you're not supposed to walk like right behind a woman or, you know, you shouldn't be real close. Like they feel uncomfortable. Or if you're dealing right. with police officers for African-Americans, um, you know, there's a certain level of comfort that, that you need to provide a police officer to maintain your safety. So when you get pulled over, you know, hands on the steering wheel, don't make any sudden movements. You know, I like to turn the light on, especially when it's dark um, outside, if I get pulled over, you know, that sort of thing so that they can see that you're not trying to do anything wrong. I think having that background test is a common courtesy that you should extend to other people like, okay, right. I have this decency to, you know, even though I want a gun, I want to make sure that everyone around me knows that I'm, I'm doing this safely and, you know, following regulations um, so that they don't have to fear that I could be the next mass murderer, you know, walking down the street. Um, it's, it's, it's that sort of thought process. And I, I'm not sure everybody follows that thought process, you know, right. we tend to get well, caught up in our- It's like the whole mask thing with, with COVID. I mean, like, right. not wearing a mask to keep me safe. That's not what the mask is for. The mask is to make sure that whatever I have can't be transmitted to you. But like, it's never seen that way. Though. No, that's that, the thing. Like, that's, like that's, that's, that's the issue. It's like everybody here, I mean, and it's sad to say, because I mean, like, heck, I'm, I'm in the deep South. Like everybody, most people here, uh, if you ask them, think that it's, you know, a personal issue when like in all actuality like bro it's not like a mass is is to make sure that we can get rid of this crap as fast as possible but the reason why the virus has lingered on so long not just in the state of Alabama but everywhere else is because you have people who swear to god that they're free thinkers 
and that a mask is somehow infringing on your personal right. Like, bro, like grow the freak up. Like we're, we're like, this is a book for people that are above the age of 14, because that, yeah. at that age, like you got the freaking right to think for yourself. It's like, despite what your mommy and your daddy say, it's like, if you cannot grasp the concept that a mask is not for you, it's for the overall well-being of the general public. I don't give a dang if you have a breathing problem. Guess what? Nobody's putting on, you know, like like five or telling you to put on five or six masks or telling you to put something over your mouth that's hard for you to breathe. Just put something over your mouth where everybody else can, you know, feel like, safe. I have, a, I have an inhaler that I have to use on occasion. I've never used that as an excuse to not wear a mask. Never. And it's just, but like, that's what I mean. Like, dude, like it's, we live in a world where it's like, you know, it's people and I don't want everybody to think like me because if everybody was me, life would be very freaking boring. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get that. But yeah. at the end of the day, like having common sense does not cost anything. It doesn't cost anything. Like the, like all, all anybody's ever asked anybody to do is to, you know, let's get through this crap together. And generally, it gets masked up because people would rather listen to somebody on the idiot box rather than listening to common sense. And that that's what I have the biggest issue with. It's like, like bro, you've got to be a free thinker. I don't let somebody on the TV decide what my opinion is. I don't let my friends decide my opinion. I do my own research, and then I make it my opinion based on what I believe uh, and what I researched. And a lot of people, the majority of people in this country don't do that. They listen to their friends, they listen to the TV, and they listen to a lot of other people that are in the same socioeconomic range that they are. And that's how they make their decisions. And that's not a free thinker. And if you continue to live your life like that, it's like you're just part of the masses. That really is a, a, a sale thinker. And I just, I don't, uh, I don't like people like that for lack of better words right 100 percent. anything to add lamors i don't know that's that's basically it you know we we've got to take care of each other as a human race you know it's it's bigger than just a single individual and this goes towards everybody you know covid um the way we do gun control, you know, just how you treat others on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, we have to do better. Uh, it's, it's not that difficult, you know. I understand there's going to be bad people in the world, you know, but the fewer there are, the better off we're going to be. Correct. Yeah, and we're the so, only, so the one thing about how something affects our, ourselves. We're not we're not worried about whether what we're doing is affecting other people or how it affects right. other people. And you that's right. where the disconnect is. And if, 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 if we start looking at seeing, okay, yeah, this doesn't have an effect on me and my, my culture, but it does have an effect on somebody else and their culture. That's something I have to take into account. Oh, let's see, like, like I said, if the like if you watch the news over the last two weeks, like our news has like outside of the tragedy that just happened, like it's revolved around the Grammys and around music that individuals are listening to. Like 
that right there within itself is the problem. Like, if the only thing that you can complain about is like, I don't care. Like me personally, yeah, I watch the Grammys. Me personally, I hate the music that's being played. But that's it. It's whatever. Like, bro, music is art in expression form. Like, it's not something that I necessarily have to listen to in order to live. Why are we talking about that? Instead of talking about stuff that's actually affecting people. Like, that, that's the thing. And that is what 75% of people are getting their, or formulating their opinions with. And it's just like, that's the frustrating part. Like, if you're not adult enough to make your own decisions based off of your own research, and not to, and the news is not research. I, I don't want to hear that. Like people will tell me that all the time. The news is reached like, no, it's not. Like if that's an you're that's, that's stuff, a narrative you're being given. It's not exactly it's, it's not facts. Like, it's not facts. Like if you if you're telling me that your research is something that's centralized solely based on how you think or how people like you think, that's not research. That's just somebody spoofing you stuff that you want to hear so you can feel better about yourself when you go to sleep at night. True research is hearing the opinions that you like to hear, hearing the opinions that you don't like to hear, taking all of those into account and then formulating an educated opinion, not based on bias. And there are very few people in this world that can actually do that. Just being completely honest. All right. Um, so we're going to move on. We're going to amend... Um, this instead of doing the petty moment of the week, uh, we've had a lot of negative energy on the show. Let's try to have some positive energy. Uh, let's have good news of the week. Lamore, as you go first, I'm gonna cut this little last strip on mute, <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna let y'all go first, and I'll come back in trying to think of a, a good sports moment because uh, right now it doesn't have to be are, sports it doesn't have to be sports necessarily it could be anything yeah. uh, i've got shout out i'll give one uh and then i'll give the other one after everybody else goes the first one is uh this week man on jeopardy won over a hundred thousand dollars um and he chose to give it all to charity and no, I'm not talking about the the girl down at the strip club. I'm talking about he actually chose to donate this money to organizations that needed it, um, food pantries, um, homeless shelters, etc. That takes a lot to, you know, if I want $100,000, it's going to my bank account. Let's be real. I'm, I'm not in a situation where... I can just give away money like that, but somebody did. Um, and I think those moments need to be applauded in this world that to give us a trust in humanity again. I don't know how you expect us to follow that up, but um, <laughs> my good news uh, of the week, my mom's here visiting. So she's about to make a guest appearance in like two minutes. But um, outside of that, shout out to uh, the stimulus check, even though, you know, I didn't need it. And there's probably more people that yeah. needed it. You know, brought me a new entertainment system for it. But 
Yeah. I, I got my, my new uh, game system upstairs too. All right, so the good news of the week. Love my lawn more. Okay, so anyway, two comments. One, Lamoris, tell your mom I said, hey, you look just like her, by the way. Number two, um, don't down strippers or giving, them, giving money to them as not charity. Because remember, single moms that uh, have beautiful bodies, that need rent, all, everything, all that is charity. So if he would have did that, shouts out to him too. Gravy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but nah uh, in the same tongue shout out to the girls Fairhope Pirates soccer team we beat McGill Tulin for the first time in 15 years 4 nothing, uh, which is very beautiful because like we like, I've been with this team for three years and this is in all honesty the best team that I believe that we've had at this school these girls are together. They want to win. And above all, like, they love competing. And right now, we're still undefeated. They are 8-0-2, tying two games. We tied today against St. Paul. Um, that That's good to see team camaraderie amongst that, that team girls. So hopefully, now I will have not only a final four of boys basketball ring, but hopefully at the at the conclusion of this year, I'll have not only a Final Four basketball, I mean, soccer ring for soccer, I'll have a blue map too. And then I can flex and be like, hey, still won my state title this year. So at the end of the day, go Pirates. But yes, guys, use your stimulus check. Oh, well, no, I'll say that for my final thought. Never mind. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, I will use my other piece of good news as my final thought. Um, this is a congratulations to good, uh, something actually good happened for both of our states. Alabama and Georgia are no longer on the list for rising rate of COVID infections. We are not on that list. Which That's which, because everybody has it right now. There's <laughs> nowhere up to go. <laughs> uh, go out, get your vaccine. Um, it is a hundred. It is safe. I can tell you, I've gotten it. I've gotten my first dose of it. I need to get my second dose in a couple weeks. It is. Some of you are concerned about whether or not that it is a legitimate, safe vaccine with how quickly that we got it. One thing that has failed to be understood is the fact that the technology that is used to make this vaccine, MK. they've been developing it for over a decade now, and it's basically developed it's basically is a plug and play okay. software concept here where literally you put in the information that you need and then you have your vaccine that you need to, to put forward so just because it got here does not mean that it's not a viable option to use so keep that in mind and don't like we were talking about before with the mask don't just do it to protect yourself do it to protect your neighbor Especially, especially all of the kids who are not eligible to get the vaccine yet. In the state of Georgia, the only people that can get the vaccine are people over 55, uh, healthcare workers, nursing care workers, and 
Now educators, we can get it. Get it not just for yourself, but for those around you that cannot get it yet. Go ahead, guys, go ahead with your final thoughts. Prayers to LeBron, you know, he's probably going to be out for two months, even though uh, he can easily walk. But uh, we're going to need him for the playoffs. You're going to need, oh, you're you're need AD too, but you know. Yeah. AD's our most. You're out. AD's the most important. That's, that's clear. But no, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't say those lies. Do not spread lies. LeBron slander in 2021. We're not doing that. Because if he was so important, he'd have his butt out there. Not getting hurt like he does every day of going year. That's some size to play. All right, what's your Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Guys, huh. be smart with your stimulus check. Number one, you're going to have to pay it back anyway, okay, in income tax. So just keep that in mind. But yes, have fun with your stimulus check. Don't go stimulate the economy, okay? Go have fun, okay? Invest your money, okay? Okay? Or, like I said, you know, give it to charity the charity of yourself go out and have fun do something you only live once because i know that my stimulus check is going to give me a full paid expense vacation to denver colorado shout out so have fun with your stimulus but remember be have fun responsibly and what i mean by responsibly is don't spend it all at one place so i want to spend it you know for the airbnb at denver and for dinner at them. And for the flight to them. So you're saying treat yourself. Exactly. You only live once and you gotta pay back money back anyway. So you know what? Alright, with that, we'll end it. Treat yourself and treat the around you. We'll see you next time.